Next up, you'll be listening to United Way Community Connections with Mike Affelberg. United Way Community Connections. United Way Community Connections broadcasts every Monday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. right here on WSMN. In United Way Community Connections, you will be introduced to leaders from all of the great nonprofits in Greater Nashua. From caring for our children to our seniors, from helping our homeless pets to our at-risk vets, from learning the skills to get your GED, to dealing with trauma and substance abuse. Community Connections is the place to learn with Mike Affelberg about what's going on. Learn how you can help and make a difference from the experts. So sit back, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy the show, which is making a difference in Greater Nashua. Here's your host, Mike Affelberg. Well, good Monday morning, and welcome to the United Way Community Connections show. It is a beautiful Monday out there. I'm sitting here in the turret on Main Street looking at the traffic. doesn't look like there's any traffic jams or construction or accidents or anything else, and it is a beautiful blue sky looking out at the... Uh, uh, City Hall for the City of Nashua. So welcome to our show. Our show is on each and every Monday from 9 to 10 a.m. We are the Community Connections Show, and our purpose is to introduce you to two different nonprofits each week, two nonprofits that are working hard at making our community stronger, smarter, safer, healthier, and happier. Um, each week, these nonprofits could be organizations that you've heard of, um, larger organizations, um, such as maybe the the YMCA or the Boys and Girls Club um, or smaller, more obscure organizations that you might not have heard of, like the Greater Nashua Dental Connection or Bridges. Um, it doesn't really matter to me. My whole reason for doing this is to introduce you to those organizations for a couple different reasons. You know, first of all, we have a very generous community. And people like to give their time, and they, and they also like to donate financial resources. But where do you donate your time and money if you don't know about the organizations and their missions and their needs? Well, this is one of those ways in which you can learn that. And perhaps by listening in each week, you might be able to connect to one of those organizations and really make a difference in our community. I'm hoping that you will learn a little bit today about two of our fabulous organizations um, that serve uh, Greater Nashua, really, not just the city of Nashua, and that is Southern New Hampshire Services. Southern New Hampshire Services is um, an organization that was founded years ago, actually, in the during the War on Poverty, and it is the organization which administers f- some of our federal programs, such as Head Start or WIC or Fuel Assistance. Um, also, it gets really involved with the feeding of children over the summer, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. The second organization you're going to hear from today, you possibly also have heard of before, and that's the Greater Nashua Mental Health Center. Greater Nashua Mental Health has also been serving our community for many, many years and helps people to connect to mental health resources. And we're going to be talking a little bit about that today with um, Dr. Cynthia Whitaker, one of my besties in the whole world, as well as their new uh, director of services for substance use disorder, Heather Smith. So they'll be on the show as well. But in the meanwhile, before we get to any of that, let's just talk about a little bit about what's going on. Um, you know, I always like, I like to print out my calendar and talk about what's going on in my life. Some of those things are things that are happening on a regular basis. And I'm hoping that by hearing about these, that you might be able to connect with me 
at United Way with one of these things. So last week was pretty great. We had uh, business after hours put on by the Sohegan Valley Chamber of Commerce at Enterprise Bank's um, branched out on Amherst Street. That was a really nice networking event. Our friends from Enterprise Bank put out uh, a nice spread for that, and it was uh, attended by, I would say, about 50 different business people from the local community, just learning more about how they can uh, help each other with their services and, and do work together. So that was pretty great. That's in the evening. All of our local chambers do a business after hours event uh, monthly. And so if you're ever interested in learning about those, you can go to either the Hudson Chamber of Commerce or the Merrimack Chamber of Commerce, the Greater Nashua Chamber or the Sohegan Valley Chamber and look on their website for when those events are. They're typically open to the public and a good way to get to know local business people if that's something which interests you. On Thursday, we were really lucky at United Way. You know, we have our friends over at AMR, Medical American Medical Response. They're really great at um, helping to educate the public about various aspects of, uh, you know, sort of first aid and that type of thing. So they came to our office and did a training program for, for me and my staff about how to properly administer Narcan. Narcan is the drug which is used to reverse opioid overdose episodes. Um, and uh, it had been a couple of years since we did that. And, of course, Narcan hasn't tra- changed all that much. But um, the people in our staff have changed a little bit, so we wanted to do that. And they also taught us how to use our, our AED, which is our automated electronic defibrillation device, and say that five times fast. Um, I think it's really important that everybody on my staff knows how to use the AED because I think they're probably going to ultimately end up using it on me. So anyway, we learned how to use the AED device and we learned how to administer Narcan. That was pretty good. Thank you to AMR and Chris Daywaz and your crew for providing that service to us and others in the community. Um, Thursday afternoon was probably the highlight of my week, and that is there was a Girl Scout troop, Troop 10090, um, here out of Nashua that for their project as junior Girl Scouts, that's, I believe, the third highest level in Girl Scouts. You're first you're a daisy, and then you're a brownie, and then you're a junior, and then you become a senior, um, and then you become a cadet. I think that's the order. Um, so this was the, the junior troop um, that are all sort of fifth graders. Um, they put together a little fundraising program and they developed a, they did a fund, uh, a drive for books and they built not, not from a kit, but actually from scratch, a little free library. And I had been in a month or two ago to talk with them about our little free libraries project in the community. And they took that upon themselves and we installed a new brand new little free library at the department of public health. So Bobby Bagley and her crew have a brand new little free library for folks in their waiting room to take a book or to return a book. And so much gratitude goes out to the Girl Scouts to put that together. We really love it and, and hope to use that for many, many years to come to uh, bring people to um, bring, bring community together around reading. That's really the point. Uh, Friday was pretty, um, pretty interesting. I got to uh, participate. I was invited by a friend of mine, Heather, from the Telegraph. Heather's the publisher of the Tele- Nashua Telegraph, to, and they had a, um, a, a little uh, program that they're doing called 40 Under 40, and that's um, open to nominations from the public for people who are under 40 years old and have distinguished themselves in, in one or more ways in their professional careers. And, uh, you know, either they're, um, you know, on really on a very stellar track or they've achieved academic distinction or they give back to the community or all of the above. And so I sat on a panel, a juried panel, and we we looked through all of 
those applications and we're able to make recommendations to Heather for who we think should be, be the 40 under 40 for 2019 in our community. And that was a lot of fun. And, and I really enjoyed doing that because it showed me just how impressive the folks are in our community. We, we really have some stellar folks out there. Now, I don't qualify for the 40 under 40, but I suggested to Heather that maybe she needs to do the 60 over 60. And um, I would qualify for that maybe in a year or two. <laughs> anyway, congratulations to all those winners who will be announced shortly. This week's pretty uh, busy at United Way. We have uh, ongoing our um, community investment panels. There are grant-making volunteers who get together um, every couple of years and review grant proposals from all of the different nonprofits in our community for United Way funding. So we have um, tomorrow evening, we have our health panel is meeting reviewing health-related um, proposals and our also our um, economic mobility panel is meeting as well to look at those proposals and Wednesday and Thursday our education panels are meeting so this is a big project for us we do this every uh, three years we've got about 45 really great volunteers who are taking a lot of time out of their day to learn about the nonprofits and their and their approaches to improving the community and then making recommendations a hard thing to do because at the end of the day there's always more funding uh, being asked for than there is available um, so there's some decisions that need to be made but along the way people really learn a lot and, and really enjoy the process so that's going on um, and then Thursday and Friday you've probably heard us talk about this and, or maybe you've seen it in the social media or on MUR or here on a PSA or um, somewhere else but we have over the edge 2019 so that's our big fundraiser where we bring together nonprofits from throughout the community um, to um, repel, repel, that's not repel, not like um, to, to be off-putting, but to repel, meaning like to climb, but in the opposite direction. And off of the top of the Brady Sullivan Tower in Manchester, it's a big black tower at 1000 Elm Street. I think that's the second tallest building in the state of New Hampshire. It is 300 feet, it is 24 stories, and we have about 125 people who Thursday afternoon and all day Friday are going to be um, repelling from the top of that building. Um, some of them do that because they're adventure seekers. Some of them do. Some of them do that because they're just passionate about their community and the organizations that they want to support. So far, we've raised almost one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and that's going up pretty much by the minute. Um, so there's still time to give if you want to support one of those organizations and uh, get involved. Um, you can do that by going to, we have a little tiny URL set up on the web. So um, www.tinyurl.com front slash OTE 2019, com front slash OTE 2019. And if you forget that, go to our United Way website and look under the events tab and you can find that information there. We'd love to see somebody, some of you up there just to check it out and learn more. And it's going to be, it's going to be a great time. Weather's looking good. And um, so we're pretty excited about our third annual over the edge event. A couple of community announcements, some things I've come across that have been either sent my way or I just thought, oh, that's interesting. So July 11th through August 15th, our friends at St. Joseph Hospital um, in their community health education department are putting together a program, which is a, it's a six-week session of chair yoga. So if you've always wanted to try to do yoga, but maybe you don't have the mobility that, that it takes to do sort of more conventional yoga, but you still want to try yoga, this is a really great way to do that, chair yoga. 
it's $55 for six weeks. And um, you can come in. It's lunch times at St. Joseph's Hospital. And you can find out more on their website, which is just go to stjosephhospital.com, front slash classes. And um, you can register right there. You can pay right there. And you can learn more about chair yoga. So it's a good way to reduce stress, improve your balance, strengthen muscles, and flexibility. Uh, to be honest, I should probably be in this class with you. So I don't know. If somebody wants to challenge me, maybe I'll take up the challenge and I'll do chair yoga with you. We'll see. Summer is upon us. We're going to talk about summer food programs um, shortly with Henry Harris from Southern New Hampshire Services. So I will not make that announcement. But summer, summer means summer camp. And I wanted to talk a little bit about a camp that's really unique and brand new. July 8th through August 2nd, our friends from Grow Nashua are putting on a camp called Camp Green Thumbs. And that is a way to learn about the science of growing food and just to explore how food is grown. Um, four weeks of fun-packed growing opportunities. So if you have a child who'd like to dig in the dirt, learn about um, sort of agriculture from our experts at Grow Nashua, July 8th through August 2nd, and it's for ages 5 through 12. Best way to learn about that would just be to go to Grow Nashua's website or their Facebook page. Just Google it, Grow Nashua, and, uh, you know, you can find out more about that there. Wanted to give a shout-out to the Youth Council. They have a brand-new fundraiser coming on August 3rd. They are now looking for sponsors. So this is really ideal for small businesses that maybe want to um, get a little bit more publicity about their business and exposure to potential new customers. This is a scavenger hunt. It's called I Spy, and they're going to have a scavenger hunt in local businesses. And you can sponsor as, so for example, a $300 sponsorship is what's called a covert agent. And participants receive up to three entries for checking in at your location. So what happens is people will go to your location. Let's say you own a small retail store or a cafe or or uh, you know, you're a financial planner. Who knows what? You want to bring people in who don't know about you. Um you can be a sponsor and they'll come to you and then people will check in at your location and find whatever it is they're supposed to find and then go on. So it should be really great. I love this event because it's unique as a fundraiser. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not a big fan of it when people, people want to raise money and they say, Oh, well, you know what? Let's do a golf tournament. And my answer to that is, well, my answer to that is, don't we have enough darn golf tournaments already in this community? So just one more is not going to excite me very much. So I love that the Youth Council came up with this I Spy scavenger hunt. It's always hard the first time you do something to get sponsors. So the sponsorship levels are not super expensive. Um, if you want to learn more, you can also just call over to our friends at the Youth Council. Just Google it, the Youth Council, and find out how to become um, a partner with them on the um I Spy Scavenger Hunt, which is August 3rd. Last but not least, summer is not just a time for summer camp. Summer is a time to start thinking about school. I know it just feels like like five minutes ago school got out, but um, Head Start, this is the time of year when people start registering for Head Start programs. So you can do that. Head Start is one of those programs that is run by Southern New Hampshire Services. They have Head Start programs here in our community that start, believe it or not, at birth. So birth through age three is early Head Start, and you can register your child now. And it um, includes nutritious meals and diapers and formula are provided. There's a visiting home program that's included at no cost. 
and they serve also individuals, indivi they do also individualized services for children who have disabilities. Easiest way to find out about that is to call over to Southern Hampshire Services. Just call their main office here in Nashua, which is 668-8010, 668-8010, and dial extension 6098. Um, they also have a Spanish line as well. Um, but call over to Head Start, and you can learn more about this, this fabulous program. I will say um, we, we at United Way are also partners, supporters of that program, and really appreciate the, all the work that they do to make our community stronger, safer, healthier, and happier and smarter so that's what this program is about learning about those organizations what they're doing we're going to take a short break now um, we'll be back in just a few minutes with henry harris from southern new hampshire service we're going to talk about food in the community and what they're doing to work on food um, programs um, for young people during the summer and uh yeah, I should mention that our show is brought to you by Edstone Properties, one of this community's premier builders for many, many years, and we're very grateful for that partnership. You're listening to the United Way Community Connection Show, and I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. Edstone Properties is a leading home builder in southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years' experience, Edstone offers highly valued residential homes, including first-time buyer, luxury move-up, and senior community opportunities. Edstone also offers well-located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at edstoneproperties.com or call us at 603-889-5208 to learn more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603-889-5208. Title Boxing Club in Nashua is the best and only authentic full body boxing workout that changes your body, clears your mind, and completely engages your spirit. Their signature workout utilizes the fundamentals of a true boxer's workout, including proper heavy bag training to strengthen and tone your arms, legs, back, core, stamina, and confidence. Visit Title Boxing Club in Nashua at 8 Spitbrook Road or visit them online at titleboxingclub.com or call 603 484 187. That's 603-484-4187 and begin today. Since 1930, United Way of Greater Nashua has been your trusted partner to fight for the health, education, and financial stability of every person in every community. When a low-income child needs access to dental care or parents need quality after-school programs where their kids can learn and be safe, United Way is there. When a person with disabilities needs a supportive day program where they can thrive or a family loses its home and needs a place to regain financial stability, United Way is there. When a homebound senior needs food and supportive social connections, or when it comes time to die with dignity, United Way is there. The programs supported by your United Way are the heart and soul of Greater Nashua. When you volunteer or donate to United Way, you lift up the community where you live and you work. As a highly regarded nonprofit with Charity Navigator and GuideStar, you can be sure that your donations will be used for the work of making Greater Nashua stronger, smarter, and safer. Learn more and connect with us at unitedwaynashua.org. Well, good Monday morning, and welcome to the United Way Community Connection Show. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. We are here each and every week on WSMN 1590 AM talking about what all of the fantastic nonprofits are doing in our community to make us a stronger, smarter, safer, healthier, and happier place to live and work. Um, 
We are joined today by a friend of mine from Southern New Hampshire Services. I mentioned briefly their organization in my prior segment about the health, the Head Start program they administer. They also are very involved in the USDA Summer Nutrition Program, and that's really Henry's area of expertise, feeding kids throughout the summer. So I thought this is a good time to talk about that since it's just kicking off and kids are out of school and we got to figure out how to feed the little ones, um, you know, when school gets out. So, Henry, welcome to our show. Hey, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Maybe a little bit closer to the microphone, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, so, Henry, Southern New Hampshire Services has this program. It's been done for, it's been run for many years, I suspect. Um, it's a partnership with the U.S. Department of Agriculture, offering free meals. Um, that starts actually last week, so it started June 18th and goes through the end of August. Tell us a little bit about this program. How does it work? Who who gets involved? Why, you know, what, what does the food look like? Just in general, what is what is this all about? Sure, um, it's a great program. We've been running it since 1978, um, and it's a partnership, like you said, with the USDA and the Department of Education from the state. And it's a way to keep kids connected to nutrition over the summer months um, when most of the school lunch programs shut down or kids aren't involved in the school. So we cover uh, sites between Peterborough and Seabrook for Hillsborough and Rockingham County. Um, Wherever there's a need, we try to set up um, a food service site. So Nashua is one of our bigger areas that we cover. We serve currently 13 sites here. Um, and we try to hit parks and pools and all those locations where kids are not connected to anything. They're just out and about. So it's, it's kind of a great way for making sure that kids get a meal. Um, sadly for a lot of kids, the school lunch program is really their one source of, of true nutrition. Um, and we try to capture that in what we provide for food service. So while we're while we're at it, before I forget, um, so you have breakfast available at a select handful of locations, right? And you have lunch available at a much larger group of locations, right? Yeah, um, we do offer supper sites. Uh, currently, Nashua, just based on sort of the the way the program works, is mainly uh, we're just a lunch provider here. We do breakfast at Bronstein Apartments. Um, and we also serve, um, many of the, like the rec center is new this year. We're covering some of their camps that overlap with the lunch, uh, their times with that. We've served the natural pal program. Um, there's a summer rec program over at Salvation Army. So we provide breakfast and lunch at that site. So let me just, uh, since we have a couple minutes here, I'm just going to read out the full list for anybody who's interested. So breakfast and lunch are available both at the rotary pool that's the pool down by Fairgrounds Elementary. Is that right? Yeah. I think that may be an older list. Um, you know what, then? Do you know the list off the top of your head? I do. Well, so, here, let me hand you the flyer I have. You can tell us where can you get breakfast and lunch and where can you just get lunch. Um, so all the pools are, are just lunch um, because they don't open until, uh, I believe, 1 o'clock. So that's a... Gotcha. So, so, we, so like Crown Hill, right. Centennial, Rotary. Rotary. We do the Sandy Pond Splash Pad. Um, so all the pools, uh, lunch is available at the library, Toll Street Mission, um, Head Start Playground over on the, it's on 11th Street, um, Bronstein Apartments, breakfast and lunch, and we're at the Arlington Community Center for breakfast and lunch. 
And then for um, lunch only, what is who's where are those available? Um, lunch only would be all the pools and Natural Library and Toll Street Mission. Okay, so that's that's really great. Now, how old do you have to be, and how do you qualify um, for one of these programs? Well, you have to be uh, eighteen and younger. Um, that's what the for the to meet the requirements for USDA. Um, we all of the sites that we serve are open sites, um, so there's no registration. There's no um, there's no way you know. It, basically, any kid can show up and get a meal. Um, we don't take applications at our sites. So okay. it's completely open. That's fantastic. So it's not like you have to, you know, bring your t- uh, federal tax returns and <laughs> you know and prove that you qualify or in some specific way. Which it's really great. So it's a, it really is more of a community project, uh, which is which is really wonderful. Yeah, it's nice because it, there's no stigma involved. Any kid can come up and grab a meal, and you don't have to prove anything. You just show up. Okay. So what are some of the meals? Um, so what can I get? I mean, I'm, if I, if I was in fact under 18, which I am not, and I, and I go to the pool, what, what, what's my lunch look like? What's this going to be? Well, we always serve uh, a fruit and vegetable for lunch and milk. Um, but it, so it would typically be a sandwich or a wrap along with that. Um, and you know, the vegetables would come with probably a dip to, to go along with it. Okay. Um, where does all this food come from? Uh, it comes from, we have, currently we have three kitchens. So we have one in Manchester and one here in Nashua at our office on Ald Street. And we have one kitchen out in Seabrook. So the food comes through USDA. Um, we also have other funding sources where we might purchase additional food. Um, and then it's prepared right here on site in our Head Start kitchen, which is a state certified, uh, approved kitchen so it's on Alt Alt Street Alt right? Street yep okay and so Nashville probably yeah. is are probably it's rivaling Manchester at this point I think we're up to 13 sites um probably averages around 400 meals a day wow and we're hoping we're hoping this summer that we'll break 500 that's fantastic do you ever I mean you must at some point since you don't really know on any given day do you ever run out um, yeah, sometimes sites run out, um, and then our staff are in communication, and we'll send food right out to that site. Okay, so nobody really gets turned away. No, no. I think that's fantastic. Now, the thing is, these are at the pools, right? So mom always said, don't eat and then go in the water. Is that true, <laughs> or or is that a lie? <laughs> I cannot comment on that. Um, I don't know. That's that's always been the old. I think that was what parents created just so they could get out of. Uh, I think know. that's a, absolutely true. I, and and the, and the funny thing about that is, uh, my parents told me, and I'm sure my parents' parents told them, and I told my daughter. But at this at the point where I told my daughter, it was because well, it's true. It's just true because this has been handed down throughout the generations. Therefore, it must be scientific fact. Right. So um, now I wanted to ask you, Henry, since you're you're um, related to the Dr. Crisp of Dr. Crisp Elementary School fame, is that not true? That is true. So what is that? What is that? So my grandfather, Dr. Crisp, he was um, a surgeon at St. Joe's. He ran the hospital for many years uh, as chief surgeon. That was back when the hospital was mainly run. Uh, the nurses were all gray nuns at that time. Um, so he was part of the expansion of St. Joe's, and then he was on the school board for many, many years. And that's where Dr. Crisp's school came in 
that's really great because sometimes you, you, you know, you just don't know. And of course you're a local native Nashuan. So it's not like a surprise to me to have learned that, but still it's cool. Yeah. That's no, neat. And so it's, uh, you know, I work with St. Joe's in, in the other parts of my job. And so, you know, it's kind of nice. I'm always connected. And then with summer food programs, you know, being connected with, you know, Dr. Crisp school. It's nice. Absolutely. So one of the things I wanted to ask you also is what if other organizations wanted to get involved with um, participating in your program? Is there some way to do that? Yeah, we're always uh, taking on new uh, partnerships, uh, especially, you know, there's a lot of summer camps, a lot of youth camps out there that aren't aware that there's a free meal service available for them. Um, and we'd be happy to talk to them and see if we could set them up. So, uh, you were talking about grow Nashua earlier yeah. and <clears throat> was it a four week program? Um, yeah, well, you know, let me look that up. I think it is four weeks. Yeah. So that's a good example. Something like that would be, you know, you've got a captive audience of kids and we could provide a breakfast or lunch or both, depending on what that camp needed or wanted. Um, so if there are camps out there that aren't currently connected with a, with a meal service, if they wanted to call 603-668-8010 and ask for summer food service, um, we could help facilitate that discussion and see how we could set them up. Do you know if, i just going to ask, do you know if Grunashua is already connected to the program or? Um, not for the way we were just talking about yeah. it, not currently, no. Yeah, so I'll actually let Justin know as soon as we're, we're done here because I, I had actually no idea that that was the case. And there are people that do um, a lot of those different types of smaller camps. And it is four weeks, um, and it is ages 5 through 12, so obviously qualifies there. It's five days a week. It's 8 to 12.30, so probably at least breakfast. Yeah. It makes sense. So I have no idea how many kids, if he's got 10 or 20 or It, it doesn't matter. We, um, you know, we deliver to wherever the site is, um, and then so our staff will drop off a cooler, and, and then the kids can eat. I'm making a note while you talk so you to keep talking because I can't do keep both talking. of those at the same time. No, so that's neat. That's a great example. I, you know, I when I heard you speaking about Grow Nashua, I was like, hmm. So we'll definitely reach out and see if we can help set them up. That sounds great. I love that our community is really that way. That you know, it's I uh, people think sometimes of Nashua as a c- city. I think in many ways we actually act like a town in that we have, um, you know, these connections that kind of cross over different areas, boundaries, if you will, um, where we can help each other out. And it's sometimes it's a lot easier than you think. It's sometimes just a question of knowing. Yeah. Really. Nashville's a great city, town. Um, you know, I just bumped into the mayor on the sidewalk coming in here. Um, it definitely has that small town feel that it's a, it's a good sized city. Um, but it's very, you know, programs like your show is a great way to connect people it's a, it's a great opportunity so um i've always found that you know collaboration in nashua is so easy there's so many people that are, are willing to pitch in and help yeah it is definitely definitely that so what other um services should people know about at southern new hampshire services that they might not be aware um that actually exist oh there's so many uh you already mentioned head start and there's the wick program um you know which is a great program. We also serve uh, summer meals at the WIC site, so when the, the clinics, when when mothers come in with their children, um, they can receive a meal there too. Um, electrical and fuel assistance is a huge help for a lot of families that are struggling. 
Um, we also have uh, RSVP program, which is for reti uh, retired seniors. It's a great way for them to get involved and share their expertise in the in the community. Uh, and our employment programs as well. So we're kind of a we cover everything from child development all the way to senior housing. Um, and all our programs are really geared to sort of help people up and out of poverty by providing opportunities to save some money here and there. And, and Southern New Hampshire Services, you operate, I believe, exclusively in Rockingham and Hillsborough counties. Is yeah. that right? So we're a community action program. Um, and we're pretty much we run by counties. So there's 1,100 community actions across the country, and there's five of them here in New Hampshire. Okay. So all, mainly, most of the counties here in New Hampshire are covered by community action programs. And most of them are actually call themselves community action. Right. You guys are more creative and actually came <laughs> up with a name. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of, it's one of those things. I think, um, you know, it, it just, because of uh, the different counties that we cover, it's easier for us to say that so that it's not one or the other. County, yeah, of course. Right? Abs absolutely. And I should say also people, um, I'm sure many people in our community also know who the executive director is for, for Southern Hampshire services, which is none other than our previous mayor, Donnelly Lozo. That's true. And she's been back. I think she was there many years ago and was involved with, I think Mary's house when it was founded. Yeah. Um, Donnelly's run almost, I think every program there is to run it at Southern at one point or another. So, I mean, if anyone knows it top to bottom, she does. Yeah, I know that. And she actually also um, went to Head Start when she was little. Yeah. And uh, that was one of the first conversations I ever had with her. I told her, my wife used to work over at 11th Street, which is one of the sites you mentioned. And she said, oh, I was a Head Start kid over at 11th Street. So, <laughs> so that's pretty great, too. Um, that's one of, like I say, the benefits of a small town. Any other things you want people to know about before we cut out to our next break, Henry? Um, if anyone is looking for a career change or a job, uh, please check us out at www.snh.org, snhs.org, sorry. Um, there's lots of opportunities and it's a great place to work. And so I highly encourage people to kind of, you know, visit the site periodically and see what opportunities are out there. And there's opportunities to volunteer too, I suspect. There are. Yep. Um, and so there's a section on there where you can reach out and, um, They'll see a listing of things, and we'll help coordinate that service for you. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. Henry, thank you for all that you do in our community. Um, you, you put in a lot of a lot of effort, especially especially this time of year, to make sure that all of our kids are taken care of during the summer. Super important. Um, and uh, so we really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. So we're going to take a short break now, and our next guests up will be Dr. Cynthia Whitaker and her colleague Heather Smith from Greater Nashua Mental Health. We'll be talking a little bit about what's going on there that's new um, and uh, in mental health and also in substance use disorder uh, treatment and recovery. You're listening to the United Way Community Connections show, and I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. We will be right back in just a short minute. Hi everyone, this is Paula Whittier. I'm inviting you to listen in to the Paula Whittier Show on Tuesdays from 9 to 10, a show about senior living. What are your next steps? 
we talk a lot about memory care. I work at the Arbors of Bedford and have been there for over 12 years. So this show is brought to you by Benchmark Senior Living, and I would love to have you listen in to the Paula Whittier Show on Tuesdays from 9 to 10. Edgestone Properties is a leading home builder in southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years' experience, Edgestone offers highly valued residential homes, including first-time buyer, luxury move-up, and senior community opportunities. Edgestone also offers well-located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at edgestoneproperties.com or call us at 603-889-5208 to learn more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603-889-5208. Since 1930, United Way of Greater Nashua has been your trusted partner partner to fight for the health, education, and financial stability of every person in every community. When a low-income child needs access to dental care or parents need quality after-school programs where their kids can learn and be safe, United Way is there. When a person with disabilities needs a supportive day program where they can thrive or a family loses its home and needs a place to regain financial stability, United Way is there. When a homebound senior needs food and supportive social connections or when it comes time to die with dignity, United Way is there. The programs supported by your United Way are the heart and soul of Greater Nashua. When you volunteer or donate to United Way, you lift up the community where you live and you work. As a highly regarded nonprofit with Charity Navigator and GuideStar, you can be sure that your donations will be used for the work of making Greater Nashua stronger, smarter, and safer. Learn more and connect with us at unitedwaynashua.org. The Village Network was created for only one reason, to keep those 62 and older in their home as long as possible, ideally for the rest of their life. The Village Network is the answer for children who do not live nearby and worry about their parents being able to remain independently and safely at home. The Village Network has a network of trusted providers and volunteers who provide transportation, home repair, home-delivered meals, grocery shopping, and others who are there to help when you need them. We can even find someone to walk your dog. The Village Network does not charge thousands of dollars of upfront costs for services you may never need. With the Village Network, you only pay for services when you need them. Become a member of the Village Network today by calling 603 891 Zero 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 eight. That's six zero three eight nine one zero 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 eight. The Village Network. Become a member today. Well, good Monday morning. You're listening to the United Way Community Connection Show. We are here each and every Monday morning from nine to ten a.m. talking with the nonprofits that talking with the nonprofits that serve our community. Sorry about that little glitch there. I pressed the button to turn to turn the other background music off, but actually I pressed my button instead. So this is what you get when sometimes Mike runs the board. It's kind of amateur hour, but you know, what are you going to look? You get what you pay for, right? So anyway, we're joined this morning by Dr. Cynthia Whitaker and her colleague, Heather Smith, both from greater national mental health. Wanted to talk a little bit about what's going on there these days. And I'm going to say, let's start with uh, Cynthia, Dr. Whitaker. Um, it was greater. was the month of June, was that Mental Health Month? May. May. Month May. Has it been that long since I've had you on the radio? Yes. <laughs> it doesn't really seem that way. God, time flies. That's so funny. So tell us a little bit about what, what went on last month and about this whole, um, you know, the whole concept of putting a focus on mental health for, you know, for a month and, and what that what that means to you. Thanks, Mike. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and um, the Mental Health Center, along with all the other mental health centers in the state and many other um, 
nonprofit organizations focused on helping individuals with mental health disorders. Um, did lots of different activities across the state. Um, there was uh, things up in Concord. Um, there were certain um, festivities even here within our center to sort of support our staff. Uh, we did all kinds of things. Um, and uh, I mean, I was on the Village Network talking about mental health awareness for older adults as well as with the public health um, hour. But we thought it would be important and is important that we don't just talk about mental health during the month of May. Um, you know, part of why we want to increase awareness is so that we decrease stigma. Um, I think that stigma not only hurts others, but it even hurts ourselves when we're dealing with a mental health problem. We think if we have a stigma or a thought that this happens to people of a certain demographic that's different from ours, then when we're struggling with a problem, we think, oh, this must not be that because I'm not one of those people. And so we don't maybe even get the help that we need. And so that's why we really think it's important to talk about mental health and substance use disorders all the time, uh, not just in, in the month of May. Well, that's absolutely true. But it's good to bring a focus to it so that people have so that we have an excuse to, to talk about it. But yeah. but you're right. That needs to carry on throughout the year. Um, obviously, mental health affects um, it really doesn't. Mental illness really doesn't choose no. who it's going to affect by gender or by demographic or by socioeconomic class right. or any other sort of line that we might artificially draw in our right. in our community. It affects everybody. And I think every family I know has been affected by, in some way by mental illness in, in some way or, or another. Right. I mean, we're all humans. You can't take human nature out of humans. Right. And part part of human nature is that we're susceptible to illnesses and those illnesses can be physical or psychological in nature. But in the cybernetic future, <laughs> perhaps, who knows? I don't know. I don't really look forward to that, actually. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> so, me neither. Absolutely. So, um, Heather, let's bring you into the conversation. You're new with Greater National Mental Health. Is that right? I am. Okay, and you've been there for how long now? It's been about four weeks. Wow, going four, on five. So four. Well, you're still at the, so you're still at that point where you count your employment history by the week. Yes. Ex, ex, <laughs> excellent, excellent. When it's been like you know six decades, then you'll then you'll say something different. Oh. Well, 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 welcome. Are you originally from Nashua? I am not. I okay. originally am from the South. I'm come from Alabama and Louisiana. Wow, that yeah. really is. Though you really are from away. I'm from I California, am. so. Oh. Okay. That's all right. That's good. <laughs> um, I will say I have lived in New Hampshire for the past 10 years. Okay. So you're not, it's not like you're going to be surprised um, at the end of October when it starts snowing. <laughs> no, not at all. I actually <laughs> love the snow. So. Oh, good. I do too. It's so <laughs> funny because people, I think a lot of people who are from here, um, don't like it as much as those of us who grew up in climates where it doesn't exist. I've seen that. And, and I, I mean, I know about with me, where I grew up in California, it has literally never snowed ever in the history of recorded man there, wow. including the Chumash Indian, uh, like back thousands of years, no snow. <laughs> and um, so when I, it snows, I just stand by the window. I'm like like a little child on Christmas Day. You know, I just can't get enough of it. It's magical. <laughs> I know. I love it. And everybody else is like, ugh, gross, more oh, snow. I love it too. <laughs> do you really? I go, I do. <laughs> Well, so this is the subject of another separate uh, radio show we have. Who, who, 
who can we uh, say likes the snow and use like we can maybe build a predictive model here right. or yeah. we could just have snow lovers anonymous right? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's wonderful that, that, yeah that's that's true because uh, sometimes in the middle of the snowstorm you don't want to admit you like snow <laughs> no i don't absolutely you go on facebook like i go on facebook and i'll say i was out shoveling the snow and people like like boo his mm-hmm. uh, so anyway heather so you you grew up in the south but you've been here for about about 10 years correct well, good. Well, welcome, nevertheless, because in, in New Hampshire, until you've been here three generations, you're still, we're still all from away, right? Yeah. So, um, and just about a month with Greater National Mental Health, and your focus is on substance use disorder, um, sort of treatment recovery, correct? Yes. Okay, so tell us a little bit about that. Well, one of the things that um, I have been doing is, well, f- recently I've been um, meeting a lot of different people in the community, including yourself, and thank you for having me here. Um, and one of the hot topics that we're doing right now is really focusing on youth and adolescent substance use disorders. And that's a hot topic over at Greater Nashua. And um, there is a new project that's out called Creating Connections New Hampshire. And so that has been something that I've been focusing on um, with my new role over there. Okay, so that's really, it is really important. And it really is a hot topic, Um, you know, young people and substance use disorder. Um, How would you describe if you if you could characterize describe the problem and what are some of the new approaches that are being looked at right so um with the epidemic that we have going on a lot of people just tend to think oh this is an adult thing this is Mm -hmm. an older you know adult population that this is um that we're seeing this in however with my position um being a clinical director in several agencies i get to do intakes and i see a lot of people who are telling me that they started their um use back when they were eight years old and so eight years old, for those who aren't um, familiar with the population of substance use disorders, that's kind of like, what, really? Mm -hmm. Um, And so we need to be able to serve those children and youth that are not getting the services they need early on. And um, at eight, 10, 12, um, those are the ages that um, have been kind of left behind. Um, And so that's what we're focusing on, ages 12 to 25 with this new project. So what is it that, how is it that an eight-year-old gets involved? Mm. I'll use layman's terminology. Cynthia will hate this because because this is not stigma-reducing terminology. But how does does an eight-year-old get into drugs? Lots of different ways. One of the most common is with their own house. So within the family's home. Um, so let's say the family is having a get-together, socialization, whatever. Um, the children are within the home. There's some beers left over. There's some drinks left over. Um, children get curious. They see their parents doing it. They see other people doing it. And so they will might pick that up and start to taste it and sneak around. Um, same with cigarette use. I mean, we, we start that simple, and then we progress. The, the disease of addiction is a progressive ad- disease. Well, I, I'm thinking a little bit about, you know, um, my mother who passed away recently had um, uh, quite a, quite a um, an assortment of pain medications that were, um, you know, prescribed to her, and she lived by herself. And she was, you know, sort of some combination of... Um, uh, you know, not really, well, she just wasn't really attentive to locking things up and putting mm-hmm. them away and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And my, you know, my, my 
daughter is a little bit older now. She's not eight anymore, and my niece is also not. But I can perfectly imagine somebody walking into Grammy's house and, oh, look at this. Pretty, right. look at the. Let's try some and see what it, you can see it go from there. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, children learn from those in their environment, mm-hmm. and when they aren't sat down to talk about certain things, and then um, they get curious, and so they see their grandmother, they see their parents, they see their older siblings mm-hmm. taking this medication and they want to know so they get curious and if they're not talked to and educated even at that young age about certain things then they're going to try to explore on their own so what that tells me is that when we because we always try and have a focus on prevention Mm -hmm. uh, that prevention shouldn't begin um, in the teenage years prevention really needs to begin much earlier than that absolutely absolutely so Cynthia, you look, I can hear, I can feel, <laughs> I'm looking at Heather, but I feel Cynthia's energy over to my left, right? Yes. And she's like, I, I, I got to say something. I want to say something. I love so it. So before she says something, I'm going to say, I see a couple of viewers who joined us. Deb um, Colburn, who is also with High Hopes Foundation, is joined us on Facebook. And Jason Pope, who I know from BNI um, and from Joyce Cooling and Heating, has joined the conversation. Welcome to both of you. And feel free to ask a question if you do have any. Cynthia. The other thing that I was thinking about in terms of prevention, I think a lot of times um, we think in terms of prevention within like the school system or some sort of formal education. And as Heather mentioned, a lot of young people learn in the home. And so, and she mentioned like social gatherings. And so even things like education about or rules that in our family, we don't offer anyone alcohol even at our parties until they're 21 and here's why um, because that's the legal age and, and those kinds of things make a huge difference in just the way right. that children and, and young people um, kind of view the use of alcohol or, or drugs and you know that we, we don't allow that and versus right. kind of a cavalier attitude of well it's in our home and you're not hurting anybody mm-hmm. so you know handing an, an alcoholic beverage to a 16 year old is a much different message than you know nobody in, in my house drinks and, until they're allowed or you know it, I mean it just mm-hmm. it's sure. a very different message so I, I think we have to think about what message do we want to give as as a family, as a culture, mm-hmm. to our young folks. I think that's that's absolutely true. You know, it occurs to me, I'm old enough to remember. Remember those ads on TV? This is your brain yes. with the egg, yes. and this is your brain on drugs. And they would, like, crack an egg into a, a hot pan, and it would sizzling away. I really remember that. And that actually made an impression on me because it was mm-hmm. so graphic. Now that I think about it, I don't think there's a lot of public service type advertising that takes place anymore Mm-mm. that is uh, addressing substance use disorder or, or drugs in general. Is that is that just me thinking like I haven't seen it lately or what do you, I haven't seen a study or anything, but what do you think? I haven't seen something as dramatic as yeah. that, and I do remember those as well, but I have not. Um, recently, I did see an ad, um, a commercial on just like we were talking about, talking with your children, mm-hmm. uh, and also not only just talking to your children about it, but talking, giving them um, ways out, because the other right. way is peer pressure. So the other way, we were talking about in the home, but we were also talking about when you're um, at a friend's house at a sleepover or whatever, um, and if you need to leave or if you need to say no, 
these are the things that you can say and call me immediately. And having those conversations too are really important. Having the words, having the words to use Mm -hmm. in those cases. Um, we only have about two minutes left, so I did want to say: Are there other are there ways in which you guys know of that uh, people from the community can get involved with your work, in terms of prevention or volunteering or just spreading awareness? How can how can somebody who's intrigued by this subject and, and wants to make a difference do so? Well, I mean, I would certainly say that Greater Nashville Mental Health has made a commitment to working collaboratively with other entities here in the greater Nashua area. So certainly, you know, we're part of the mayor's opioid task force and part of working with public health in the city with other providers in the SUD realm. Um, you know, so I think reaching out to, in those avenues, kind of coming together as a community and just calling if anybody has any questions. So, you know, this, this new program that we're doing with the state is training us specifically in a model um, called Seven Challenges mm-hmm. that um, is meant specifically for working with youth and young adults. And it's a model that works primarily more with them because a lot of approaches in working with young people have just sort of taken adult models and applied them to young young folks mm-hmm. rather than this model is, is truly meant for them. Um, so we're excited. Um, we've already done some initial kind of steps in it. Heather's going to be part of the training in, in July mm-hmm. and we'll be kind of going live with the model in the agency uh, in August. Right. That's for, That's really fantastic. Yeah. So we're out of time, but I did want to make sure everybody was aware. You can also learn more about Greater Nashville Mental Health online at uh, www.gnmhc. That's Greater Nashville Mental Health Center, gnmhc.org. You can also um, uh, contact. There's there's contacts there. They also have a Facebook page. I know that where yes, there's information. And if you forget all of that, call Mike at United Way, and I'll. Um, there's only one Mike at United Way. Ask for the guy. There's only one guy at United Way. <laughs> you know, it's really it's really as simple as that. And I'll connect you to Heather and to Cynthia. So thank you both so much for coming on the show today. We really appreciate thank all your you work. Thank you for having thank us. Thank you. Absolutely, and Heather, we'll have you back again, okay. um, maybe for your sixth week anniversary <laughs> at Greater National Mental Health. Well, I will look forward to it. Thank you. That's fabulous. So you're listening to the United Way Community Connection Show. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. We are here next Monday at 9 a.m. again, talking with the nonprofits in our community that are making this place we call home safer, smarter, stronger, healthier, and happier. Next week, we will be joined by the Youth Council building on hope and a brand new program in our community called e for all should be a really fantastic program in the meanwhile i will see you at the brady sullivan tower on thursday afternoon and friday morning all day for live united over the edge it's it's going to be a great event weather's going to be fabulous and you can learn more about that online at tinyurl.com front slash um, ote 2019 i'm mike affelberg for the community connection show and we'll talk to you next week